Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, praise him, praise him. We Hallelujah. We thank God for this wonderful day. Uh, and this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Iria Mutawazi at Kunzira is my name. By God's grace, I serve as the cell and pastor care coordinator. And I thank God for the administration for this great privilege that the, yes, yeah, they have given to me. And I bless the name of the Lord because I know it is through through <clears throat> through them that uh, the Lord is able to uh, give them wisdom and also to give me the opportunity to to share God's word. And I bless his holy name. I continue to pray that uh, the Lord will continue to reveal to us these great mysteries that he desires to know this morning, especially dwelling in the new and our desire to dwell in the new heaven and in the new earth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of this wonderful morning, the 18th of September in your year 2023. Thank you, Lord, because you know each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for the parents on this call. Thank you, Lord, for the young adults. Thank you, Lord, for the elders. Thank you, Lord, for the children. Thank you, Lord, for each and every one of them. Even those that are going to school, we commit them in their hands, Lord, because you alone are the God, the source of all wisdom, all knowledge, all excellency. Father, we ask, oh Lord, that you go before them, that you alone, you level every mountain in the name of Jesus. And we ask, oh Lord, that you will shower them with your blessing. And my prayer this morning, and each and every one of us, may we desire, may we desire to yearn, to dwell in your presence, because through your presence, Heavenly Father, that's when we can be able to attain that and that paradise that you are desiring us this this morning to be able to focus on in perspective, <clears throat> in perspective of that of the paradise that we talk about in Revelations 21, the new heaven and the new earth. I pray, Heavenly Father, that we shall respond to this great message by connecting and plugging in to your Son Jesus Christ and him being the source of light. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for this morning and our prayer that we that that we plug in, like I like I've prayed. May we plug in to this source of light. My topic of the day is the Lord, the source of light in from Revelations 21. Friends, even before before we talk about even what what Revelations twenty one has for us, uh, many times we want to to get to know what are what what are these key terms that even as uh, we have been given in this in this text or in this topic source. I mean, you know the ladies are familiar with the source. Yeah, the dish, uh, uh, beet meat, beet uh, whatever, beet nuts. But in this, in this, for this message today, we are going to deal with not S A but S O U R C E, source, a place of birth, a place of origin, a place of derivation, uh, where something is rooted, something the beginning, the author, and even as we talk about the light. God and God being the light, he is the source, he is the author, he is the originator, the initiator. Today morning, each and every one of us as we woke up, what, what came to our minds even as we opened the windows, wow, we're able to see 
we were, we were able to see this great morning and the light coming to us through the through the through the windows and we're able to see hey the light has come to us and we want to thank God for this natural light that comes to us. And and by the time also we talk about the light, yes, it's the it's the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. If it was not for this light, definitely darkness will befall upon the entire entire earth. Yes, the light of the sun. Want to thank God that this light illuminates, brightens, shining into our lives and each and every day. And friends, it also reminds us that yes, the light also radiates and brings the daylight and the and the light of the day. And this is essential for our day-to-day -day living, each and every one of us. Even as we talk about Christ or oh, the Lord being the source of light, may we be reminded that yes, this source comes from somewhere. This source originates from somewhere. This source, uh, this light, this light comes from somewhere. It's initiated from somewhere. And who is the source? And friends, that's where that's why I want to take us deeper. And as even as we walk along, as we get along this 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 chapter twenty one of Revelations, may we be reminded that yes, God is the source of light. God is the source of light, and the natural light in our every day. We know the sun, the stars, yes, the bushfires, at times even the glowworms. And may 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 the Lord also remind us that it is Him who. It's him who provides. It's him who is the author. Many times we take these things for granted. Friends, have you taken time to thank God for the great morning, the daylight? We thank God for the sun. We thank God for the provision of his light. We take these things for granted. But friends, even as I was meditating through all this, I discovered that there is a reason for us to give thanks. Because if the entire universe is full of darkness, like we see one of the plagues, one of the plagues, uh, the Egyptians faced three days. God, because of that hardness of Pharaoh's heart, placed upon them the the darkness over, and they could not see each other. Each other, even the animals could not see Money. each other. Friends, they had to come back to that place of knowing that there's there's need for us to appreciate the essence of light. And Pharaoh had to respond and tell them, "Please, Moses." Let your people go, but still God hardened his heart. And so later, when also God had to deal with him. And friends, there's need for us to understand that. Yes, let us learn to appreciate this light that we have. Yes, and uh, from Genesis chapter one, where we where we see who the creator, who the source, where the light comes from. I'll just read Genesis chapter one, verse one to five. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. Friends, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. Hallelujah. And he separated the light from the darkness. Friends, this is where we see from the beginning, God himself saying, let there be light. And there was light. God being the creator, God being the author, God being the source of this light, even, even in our day-to-day. -day. That's what we should have in mind. And going, going forward in Genesis chapter 2, verse 25, we see that even in Eden, 
have the presence of the light, the presence of God's provision, the visibility, because light gives us visibility, light gives us focus, light gives us direction, light gives us the strength, light brings some life in us. Friends, there's need for us to have life, and that life is from the Lord himself. And many times when we go out, we desire to go into the into the light and uh, into the light and uh, he has, even I remember in the revival as the revival the revival is, uh, the East African revival to walk in the light <laughs> to be children of the light and this guy that meant being being sincere walking a life of repentance walking a genuine life and that's what God desires of us today even as we even as we even as we think of that new heaven and the new earth. In uh, Genesis 20, 22, 25, we see Adam and Eve, Adam and his wife were both naked. They felt no shame because they were living in God's presence. They were living in God's presence. It's when it was after the fall, it was after the fall that they discovered that of the guilty conscience that the, because of that disobedience, disobedience to what God had told them and, 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 they had to face the consequences and these consequences were there and they were chased out of the garden. And one of the reasons they felt that they had the guilty conscience, friends, it's my prayer this morning. May we always desire to be in the right books with the Lord. Sin brought guilt and sin represents darkness, darkness and shame into our lives. Friends, that's where, that's where the problem was when Adam and his wife disobeyed God. And darkness came through. And friends, may we be remembered that. May, may we be may we be reminded that God desires to God desires to deal with each and every form of darkness and shame in our lives. This was only dealt with by Christ's death on the cross. It was only Christ's death on the cross that dealt with this shame, that dealt with this darkness that had come upon the humankind. We too are called to die to self. Friends, me and you are called to die to self because we can never do it on our own. It's through Christ that he can enable us yeah, live a repentant life. If we see in Exodus chapter 13, verse 21, by day, another example of God being the light God being the light and his presence. In Exodus 12, 13, 21, by the day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way and by night in a, in a pillar of fire to give them light and that they could travel by day or night. Praise the name of the Lord. Friends, here we see a God, a, a God who desires to dwell with his people, who desires to, to protect, to guide, to provide for his people. He never left them alone. And he tells us today, he will never, he will never leave us alone. So God, as he was with the children of Israel, is with us, providing the light, providing the protection with a pillar of fire during the night and a pillar of uh, a peel of cloud during the day that showed that yes god provided direction god provided visibility for these people to know where they were going where they're going even as seen in exodus 13 22 neither the peel of cloud by day nor the peel of, of fire by night left its place in front of the people friends they were guided they were being led and this reminds us it's only christ who will lead us and we we shall be led by him unless 
we plug in unless we are yielded to his voice. In Psalms 27 verse 1, the Lord is my light. Hallelujah. The Lord is my light. Friends, who is your light this morning? Who is your light? Even as we talk about him being the source of our light, who is your light this morning? Or do you rely on people? Do you depend on your money? Do you depend on your job? Do you depend on your spouse? Do you depend on your children? When you see them, you become happy. When you, friends, there is more to that. The Lord is our light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold, uh, stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid of? Friends, this reminds us that only God, who is our true source of light. In John 8, 12, his word reminds us, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Hallelujah. Christ coming and dwelling among the people. Remember, because of the sin, because darkness had, was over humankind, because of disobedience, there was no perfect sacrificial lamb. It's only, it was only through Christ. When Jesus spoke again to the people in John 8, 12, he said, I am the light of the world. Again, we are reminded that Christ, the Son of God, is the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. Friends, whoever follows the Lord will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Friends, this morning the Lord is telling us to plug in, to plug into the true source of life, to plug into the true source of light, and it is his son, Jesus Christ. Brethren, Jesus is the light of the world. He was sent into the world to cast out darkness. Friends, where his presence is, there is no darkness. Hallelujah. Where his presence is, there is no darkness. And basically, this light is to point people, is to point you and me to God, to focus. Friends, you woke up this morning and you lacked focus. You woke up this morning, perhaps your children were asking, where shall we get fees from? Friends, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfect of our faith, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we think or ever imagine. Because in him is light. In him there's focus. In him there's visibility. We are able to see things ahead because his word reminds us, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. No any other person created in Christ Jesus to do good works to do good works for which he has prepared in advance for us to do. Friends, even at work, let us fix our eyes on the author, on the author of this light. So as followers of Jesus Christ, we are called to live according to God's standards. We to become the light of the world, pointing others to the creator, pointing others to God's greatness, pointing others to God's love. Friends, this morning, even as I was meditating on this, the Lord was urging me to, to share with you, to change your focus from the worldly perspective, but to focus on him, focus on him, having the perspective of the new heaven and the new earth of which we are going to look at, of which we are looking in, Revelations 21. And I want us to read that chapter, Revelations chapter 21. Those that have their Bibles are nearby. They could open the book of Revelations as God reveals himself to, to John, the apostle. And we want to bless the name of the Lord one of the one of the disciples Jesus loved the, and that as scripture reminds us the core among the core the three the disciples Jesus loved 
John uh, Revelations chapter 21, a focus, a focus chapter. A focus chapter. I'll just start from uh, chapter 20 for us to understand why why he why John begins with the new heaven and the new earth. It was after God, after God revealing to him what will happen. These two chapters also remind us what will happen, even as we live in our day-to-day now of the now, as we have the perspective of the now. Let us know that yes, we should be also reminded that there is life after. There's life after. So don't think that you will depend on this life. No, there's where you are desired to be. There's where God desires you to be. And that's internal life. Friends, let us have that focus. Let us be heavenly focused. That's why John, uh, the book of uh, Revelation reminds, reminds us. So when we see the new heaven and new earth, we cannot talk about the new heaven and the new earth unless we understand what happened before. Chapter 20. Chapter 20, Revelation chapter 20, verse, verse 10. Revelation chapter 20, I'll just read it for us. Verse 10, was the judgment of Satan, the judgment of Satan, because that enemy, the devil, the father of all liars will be judged. Verse 10 reminds us, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of the burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. Friends, this crafty, this crafty enemy, the, the devil, the father of all lies, who, who brought this disobedience, who brought this darkness upon humankind, will have, will be also judged and will be thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the fake prophets had been thrown. They will be, they were there, they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And verse 12 reminds us of what also, of what another judgment. And I saw the dead, the great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. Hallelujah. Friends, the books will be opened. Let us be reminded. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done, according to what was recorded in the books. Yes, the sea gave up the dead and that were in it, and the dead and the death and the heads gave up the dead. So this reminds us there's judgment, yeah? Then the death and the headers were thrown into the lake of fire as well. The lake of fire is the second death. My prayer for you and me, may we not face the second death. Yes, may we not face the second death. Our prayer is to live, yes, in paradise with the Lord, the source of this light that we are talking about this morning. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Friends, even as we talk about the Lord, the Lord, the source of life, he desires our names. He desires your name and my name to be written in the book of life. If you are not yet sure about your name being in the book of life, today is the day of salvation. And as I speak, may the spirit of the Lord, may the spirit of the Lord convict you to make this greatest important decision because there is life after here. There is life after this earth that we are are talking about. So going now to our chapter of focus, chapter 21, then it starts with then I saw. This is now John. 
John being revealed to, what he was seeing, the mysteries that are yet to come. Friends, this, this will happen. This will happen. Remember, the Bible is God's word. It is truth. It is truth. John 1, chapter 1, verse 1 to 3 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So God's word is truth, and this is what will happen even in the future. So John was being told, was being revealed to what was yet, what is yet to happen. Then I saw, verse, 20, verse 1, then I saw a new heaven, a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. There was no longer any friends. Where we are now, the earth that we live in, friends, all will pass away. The, the old will vanish. Yes, because what John saw was a new heaven and a new earth. In other words, there was paradise. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. God dwelling, God desiring, God coming down, God dwelling among us. His, his people. And I heard a loud voice from those from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men. Friends, in the new heaven and in the, in the new, in the new earth, yes, the dwelling of God will be with men and you will live with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them. Friends, God will be with us and God will be our God. Hallelujah. He will wipe away every tears every tear from their eyes. Friends, God, the Lord will wipe out every tear, whatever tear it could be, beat the cancers, beat the worry, whatever tear, uh, tear that you may have, the economy, many people who complain about the government, <laughs> there will be no pain, there will be no, God will wipe out every tear. <clears throat> there will be no more death, hallelujah. <clears throat> there will be no more death or mourning or crying pain for the old order of things has passed away friends the lord will be able to remove whatever the old had had in had itself be the new a bit the all the earth and everything that was composed of it because of the sin because of the sin that the disobedience that had inf uh, that had come upon man and and the result of that was death there was pain there was turmoil there was hard hardness hard work all that the Lord remove it. And behold, the new heaven and the new Jerusalem will be upon this new earth. He who was seated, verse 5, who was seated on the throne said, I'm making everything new. Hallelujah. God himself saying, I'm making everything new. And then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Friends, these words also I'm sharing with you are trustworthy and true. That says the Lord from his word. He said to me, as he said to John, it is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink. Who, without cost from the spring of the water of life, he who overcomes, friends, verse 7 is key for us. He who overcomes will inherit all this. Hallelujah. He who overcomes, my prayer for me and you. May we. May we continue to press on towards the goal. May we continue to press on. Do not give up. Do not give up. Yes, work out your salvation with fear and 
trembling as we are being reminded even last week. Yes, God's word reminds us that yes, he who overcomes will inherit all this and I will be his God and will be my son. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexual immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all others, their place will be in the fire lake of burning sulfur. Like I've read in the last chapter of chapter, uh, chapter, chapter 20, this is the second death. Brethren, my prayer for you and me, may we not face the second death. Even as we talk about the Lord being the source of light. Yes, may we see, may this, may we encounter his, his light this morning, this morning, this day, that we may not face the second death. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, come, I will show you the bride, the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God. Friends, fast forward, verse 12 says, it had a great high wall. Friends, the structure of the great city, yes, even the paradise we talk about, as it was structured, it had a high wall and 12 gates with 12 angels. The gates On the gates were written the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. Friends, beautiful, magnificent well, city. The, the wall was made of jasper, the, the city of pure gold, verse 18. Gold as pure as glass. Yes, the foundations of the city walls were decorated. Hallelujah, friends. Hey, we have not yet seen, we have not yet seen this beauty. The Bagole, um, beat on weddings, beat on functions, people decorate to their utmost best. But friends, we have not we, we have not yet seen this. Even we cannot comprehend it. We cannot even understand it or comprehend it now. We shall perhaps uh, uh, we shall see it their side because that's where it is, the new heaven and the new earth. Yes, the foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was just for the second uh, uh, suffer and the third were chocolate and uh, the fourth was emerald. So friends, that's remind this reminds us of the beauty and the magnificent of the of, of that of the of the paradise, the new heaven and the new earth. Verse 21, as we go as we go deeper onto our focus verse, the 12 gates were were, were 12 powers, and each gate made of single power. The great street of the city was of pure gold. Friends, the city that we are heading for, the city where we shall be, the city shall be of pure gold, like transparent glass. Hallelujah. I did not see a temple. Verse 22, I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. Friends, there will be no need for the temple. Remember, Yes, Solomon was told to build the temple, just as, as, as we are being reminded in, in the Old Testament. But for the new heaven, the new earth, where God himself will dwell, God himself will be and come and dwell with his people, there will be no need, there will be no need, yes, for, for the temple, because, yes, the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple. Verse 23, the key verse of the day, the city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light. The lamb is its light. Friends, where the presence of God is, where the glory of the Lord, 
will be friends. There will be no need of any light. Beat the beat the tadoba, beat the bulb, beat uh, beat the fires, beat the moon, beat the sun. No, because himself, himself, his his presence, his presence enough is is, is his presence is enough. Which for there shall be. There shall be light because he is the light. The lamb is this lamb. So, friends, may we be reminded that the Lord desires us to dwell, to dwell in his presence and to desire to be there. This morning, God is challenging us. God is challenging us that we ought, each and every one of us, each and every one of us on this call, may we desire, may we have that in mind, the new heaven and the new earth. Yes, for the earth, for the earth won't last forever. God's dwelling place is among the people. Those whose names are in the book, not those whose names are in the book of life, will be united to live with Him forever. Hallelujah, brother and sister, on this call, are you sure that your name is in the book of life? Those who who overcome will inherit all this, and the Lord will be their God. The description of the new holy city is symbolic of God's future home with his people. Yes, the measurements like I've read to you are symbolic of the place or structure that will hold God's people. Each and every one of us, each and every one, there will be security, there will be peace, there will be love, there will be love, and it will be a place of purity and durability. This will last forever. This And that as we talk of the temple of God, signifying the center, of God's presence. Friends, the temple of the Lord signifies yeah, of God's presence. Thus, there will be no need for a temple as a structure as a temple. No, because God himself, his presence, his presence is, is, is the primary source of, of light. Yes, no temple is needed in the new city. However, go, because of God's presence, God's presence will be everywhere. God himself will be the light in the new Jerusalem. The light represents what is good. Friends, God's light represents what is good, what is pure, what is holy, reliable. Friends, once you see his light, you know, he's dependable, he's reliable. Remember that darkness represents sin. Friends, there will be no darkness there. Darkness in our lives today, Darkness in the society today, yes, represents sin and evil. Friends, God desires to eliminate that darkness. God desires to eliminate that sin. So, yet, light represents truth and whatever exists. Nothing will ever hinder us to worship God in this new city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we, as we have the new city and the new heaven in mind. Friends, so my, as I go into the second my, sec, uh, my second portion of this, may we be reminded, yes, God being the source of light, the Lord being the source of light in this new heaven and new earth, what does he deserve of us? Even as I was meditating on this, he desires us to have, yes, eternity, my eternity in mind. Even as a believer, having accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, those that have accepted him on this call, friends, we are, should be eternity-minded, eternity-focused, yeah, that's where we desire. Remember, he said that he, yes, we should. We are, he has gone ahead of us to prepare each for each and every one of us a room, a mansion, as in the mansions are there. 
yeah, to prepare for us, each and every one of us, a room, beautiful, that he desires us, that when our time comes, each and every one of us is, has a place there to worship him, where we shall worship him forever, where we shall bless his holy name. So what does he require of us today? Why is there a need for us to plug in and stay connected to this true source of light? Friends, there was a, there was a scenario I was I one one day I watched uh, I watched a movie and there was a young gentleman who was who was who desired to, to take something a bottle of soda and this bottle of soda this can couldn't come out because of the, the machine the, the machine he, he came to across the machine and was pressing the cords such that he gets a, he was thirsty and desired what to drink he desired something to drink so the machine could not respond the bottle of soda could not come out from this machine. So he kept hitting the machine, kept hitting the machine very hard. He desired it to, uh, uh, for, for it to vomit out this, uh, this soda, this can. But friends, the, the machine could not bring forth this can that he desired. So an, an elder came. Also, when the elder came, he kind of tried to desire to hit the machine, but he said, first sweet. He looked at the socket, the, the, uh, the wire to the to, to the to the uh, the wire from this machine couldn't was not plugged in fully it was halfway 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 plugged in into the socket so he, he saw it and placed it in fully it was plugged in in fully and then he pressed on the on or he pressed on the buttons and behold the can of soda came out friends that taught me something years ago when I watched this <laughs> um, this movie. As being when I was preparing this, I was being reminded of that scenario. Many times we work, we want to work out our life. Many times we want to want we want to desire things. Perhaps you're on this call, these children who are going back to school, parents, you desire knowledge, you desire wisdom uh, for upon these upon these children at workplace, you desire things to work out, but you have not yet plugged in fully. You seemingly, you seemingly uh, as if you are plugged in. This morning, the Lord desires you to plug in fully that he may give you that, that he desires you to have, that that he desires you to have. Friends, Christ this morning desires you to plug in fully and stay. And once you are plugged in, stay connected. Stay connected. He desires you to stay connected. And we cannot do it on our own. It's by the power and the help of the Holy Spirit. Not by might, not by power, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'll, I'll, I'll be reading even the essence of this light. Why the light? First and foremost, it dispels out the darkness. As we look in John chapter, John chapter, th John chapter 3, verse 19 to 21. John chapter 3, verse 19 to 21. So we can read this together. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light because of their deeds, because their deeds were evil. Friends, uh, my prayer for you and me, may we not love the deeds of darkness. May we not love the deeds of darkness. Everyone who does evil hates the, the light. Verse 20, everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come, and will not come into the light for the fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light. Hallelujah. Friends, if we call ourselves believers, may we live to live in the light, to live by God's word, which is truth, so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Friends, 
even as we connect, as we plug in and stay connected to this light, the light is it being visible. God desires us to be exemplary in our Christian work. God desires us to be exemplary in our Christian work. As we look in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16 reminds us, you are the light of the world. A city on a, on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people... Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Hallelujah. Friends, where is your light? Is your life a light? Is it exemplary that when people see your life, yes, verse 16 reminds us in the same way, let your light shine before men. Hallelujah. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds, your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. Friends, do our children, the parents of this school, do our children, when they see us, do they praise the, the, our father in heaven? Are they able to bless the name of the Lord because of the lifestyle that you are living? May the Lord remind us we can only live such kind of life unless we are plugged in and stay connected in the truth source of life. Friends, Christ calls us to be mission-oriented, having plugged in, having encountered him as Lord and Savior. The best example here also we see is Paul, having encountered the Lord. The Lord called him to go to minister to the Gentiles. We should be mission-oriented. Friends, the gospel, the, the, the message that you have received, the message of salvation, yes, Christ compels you and me to reach out to those that do not know him as Lord and Savior. According to the book of Acts, Chapter 13, Acts chapter 13, verse 47 to 48. 47 to 48 reminds us of something here. 47 to 48. For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light, friends, on this call. God has made you a light that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Friends, if you desire your friend, if you desire your best friend in that market, your, your best friend, your colleague at, in your workplace, yes, for that new heaven, for that new city, yes, for their names, for their names to be written in the book of life. Friends, you have to take this message, the message of Christ, yes, the, the truth, the gospel, the gospel to these people. Yes, for this is what the Lord has commanded. I have made you a light. God has made you an ambassador, the light for the Gentiles, so that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Friends, Christ compels us to take this message to others. It's not for you alone. Yes, do people in your household know Christ as Lord and Savior? Do people in your workplace know Christ as Lord and Savior? If, you de if your prayer is for us, each and every one of us, Yes, to be in the new heaven and the new earth where we shall see the Lord, where we shall walk on the gold street, on the streets full of gold, as in where there will be worship, where we shall be praising the name of the Lord, where we shall where we shall we shall behold his presence. There will be no more pain, no more tears, no, no more stress. Is that what you desire for your parents? Is that what you desire for your children? Is that what you desire for your fellowship members? Is that what you desire for the church? May we be, may this light of Christ, yes, uh, may we encounter this light of Christ that we may be mission oriented also to take the gospel to others. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, as we look at John chapter 1, verse, first John chapter 1, verse 7, also this reminds us that also Christ compels us also. Yes, as we grow in fellowship, 
as we grow in fellowship with fellow brethren, he desires us to know him and to dwell in his presence. Friends, even the natural light, even because of uh, because of photosynthesis, every every plant will, will kind of tend to tend where the light is, where the light is. Even you in your room, even you in your room, bit in your house, you you want open the you want open the window such that you get some light. Yes, but this light also comes when we have when we are in fellowship with brethren. First John chapter one. Verse seven reminds this reminds us this. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, <clears throat> we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, is, His Son, purifies us from all sin. Friends, Christ is calling us to plug and stay connected with Him. In so doing, as well, we ought to to share this with brethren. Remain connected in fellowship. As scripture reminds us in Hebrews 10, 20 25, do not give up the habit of meeting together. Friends, if you desire your friends, your colleague, your fellowship members, God desires growth. Yes. That, which year did you get saved? If it is year 2009, is it that are you still behaving the same way? God desires you to grow in grow in the knowledge and likeness of his son Jesus Christ. Because where his light is. There is growth. Just like this natural light gives growth to the plant, God desires you to grow in the knowledge of salvation, in the knowledge of knowing him as Lord and Savior. Friends, him being the light is our source of hope. Is our source of hope. Hope in him does not disappoint us. As we are, as it is recorded in Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, I will read the first two verses. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have, we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Friends, where is your hope? Where is your hope? Friends, the Lord is reminding us to be heaven focused. For this, to desire this city, to desire this new heaven, Yes, where there will be no more stress, sickness, pain. The Lord desires us to have this hope, and this hope can come through encountering his son, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior. Yes, God's divine protection. God's, uh, God gives us his protection. And as we, as we see in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, as meditating, meditating on this, many times the light gives us protection. And remember, it is a source of energy. It gives us power. If we're able to partake of the food from the natural light, how much more does God require of us if we, if we plug into him and stay connected? So remember, God gives us protection and also gives us the power. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Yes, if you plug in in this light, if you plug in in Christ, he gives you the weapons that will give you that, the ability to demolish every stronghold. And remember also as well, another point is that God gives us guidance. Remember? God gives us guidance. God gives us direction because of his light, visibility. 
the new heaven and the new earth. Like I said, these people are able to see one another. These people are able to see the presence of the Lord. They're able to see the Lamb, friends, the Lamb coming to dwell with them, the Lamb, uh, God coming to dwell with these people, friends. That will teach us even in our day how to live in the now such that we prepare for the tomorrow. Yes, in, uh, in John, in John chapter 12, verse 35. John chapter 12, verse 35. I hope each and every one of us are recording these scriptures. John chapter 12, verse 35. John chapter 12, verse 35 says, Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk. While you have light, while you have this light before darkness overtakes you, the man who walks in darkness does not know where he's going. Friends, the man who walks in darkness doesn't know where he's going. Friends, and my prayer for you and I is that may we not walk in darkness. Because scripture reminds us that the man who walks in darkness does not know where he's going. Put your trust in the light. Hallelujah. Put your trust in the light while you have it. Friends, this is the opportunity. Time is coming. Judgment day is coming. Yes, time is coming. The scripture reminds us, yes, yes, uh, that, that time for the day of salvation is now, is today. today. Today is the day of salvation because tomorrow we are not sure. That's why scripture reminds us, verse 36 of John chapter 12, put your trust in the light while you have it so that you may become sons of the light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and him, Jesus left and hid himself from them. Friends, Jesus would talk to them. Jesus, as he speaks to us today, friends, may we not desire to walk in darkness, but may we put our trust in him, the true source of light. He's speaking to us today for us to prepare for what John was telling us in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, the new heaven and the new earth. Friends, God desires us to know him, to love him and to dwell in his presence. As I conclude, I will read for us Revelation chapter 21, verse 25 to 27. Revelations chapter 21 to 25. Revelations 21, 25 to 27. Revelations chapter 21, 25 to 27. On, on no day will its gates ever be shut. Friends, this new Jerusalem, new city, the paradise, the second paradise, the first paradise in our context here was the Garden of Eden. But now in this context, Revelation chapter 21, the second paradise, where we shall all, where those that have accepted him as Lord and Savior, those that that will be will be read. Their names will be read. Names are that will be written in the book of life. On no day will its gates, this city gate, will, will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. Hallelujah, friends. There will be no night. There will be no night. There will be light each time, each time, forever and ever and ever. Verse 26 says, The glory and honor of the nations will, brought, be, will be brought into it. The gates, yes, the gates will, the, the, no, on, on no day will the gates ever be shut. Friends, they will be open, the glory of the Lord and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Verse 27 is key for us. Nothing impure will ever enter it. Friends, nothing impure will ever enter into it. Now, no will anyone who does what is shameful 
nor deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Friends, may our names be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Friends, for me, I'm sure, having accepted Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior, that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The question is, is your name written? For you to experience this light, for you to experience this source of light, Christ himself, yes, in the second paradise, as we talk about it, friends, there will be nothing pure will ever enter it. No, anyone will does what is shameful or deceitful, but God desires us to walk a life that is pleasing to him. In conclusion, may the light of Christ shine upon us, for he alone requires us that our names be written in his book. He doesn't desire us, he doesn't desire us to perish, but rather return to him through repentance. Thus being prepared to be among the number, those in the new heaven and the new earth. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the gift of this morning. Thank you, Lord, for challenging us. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us to stay connected. Father, it's my prayer that anyone on this call that does not know you as Lord and Savior, I pray, King of Kings, that today realize that is the day of salvation, that they will connect your son Jesus Christ, that they will plug him and, uh, into him and stay connected. My prayer is that even when they encounter you, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, may, may you enable them to stay connected to you. May you continue to abide in each and every one of us as we abide in you, because through that we shall be able to bear much lasting fruit. May we, may we be reminded that we are supposed to be heaven-focused, heaven-focused concerning this new city, concerning this new Jerusalem, where there will be paradise, where there will be no more pain, no more stress, no more sickness. May we desire that paradise to dwell with the Lord, to be in his presence, to behold his glory, to see his light, where there will be no more night. Father, it's my prayer that each and every one of us on this call, may we not face the second death. Friends, brothers and sisters, may we not face the second death, but may we desire to live with him forever and ever. When he comes for us, when that day, when that day will come on judgment day, may our names be found in that book of life. Father, may you guide us to walk, the, to walk this journey of salvation with fear and trembling, to focus on you, you're the author and perfect of our faith. We give you thanks, we give you glory, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Maureen. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you very much, brother Eliam Mtabazi. Thank you for challenging us. The word is, how deep is the darkness that we are in, or the light that we are shining illuminating into this dark world. And we have been challenged to flee the desires of the flesh, the lusts of this world that take us deep down into darkness so that our light can, be, can shine stronger and stronger. We have also been challenged that to experience that which is to come, the infinity, peace, peace infinity, love infinity, joy infinity, we have to live in the light.
are we partaking of that which we are yet to experience that will come? Even now, as we walk in the light, we should be experiencing peace, joy, love, patience. The fruit of the Holy Spirit should be part of our lives right now. When we walk in the light, we see that fruit manifest in our lives. Are we experiencing that? That is the challenge this morning. Thank you very much, Brother Eddie Tavazi, for challenging us that our name should be written in the book of life, even as we work on our salvation with fear and trembling. When we've accepted Christ, are we walking in the light that our names will stay in the book of life? That's a great challenge. Brethren, as we start this week, let's work to make sure that our, lives, our names are written in the book of life. Let's go out to speak the good news to our, uh, to our uh, uh, friends, to our environment, so that we can attract people with the light in us to the light, to the source of light. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor and bless your name for giving us your word, the word that takes us deeper. The word that calls us to stay plugged in you, the author of light, who is the source of light in this great city, the city of Jerusalem, the great Jerusalem that will live in after we have been transformed. We bless your name, my God, my master. We bless your name, Holy One of Israel, Holy One of Uganda. We bless your name. King of kings, we bless your name. You are worthy. You who calls us to plug into that light. We bless your name. May you write our names in the book of life. Help us to hold on to your word, Lord, that our roots will grow deeper and deeper. We've had the opportunity to be taught, oh Lord. We've had the opportunity to read and meditate your word. We thank you, my God. We thank you for opening our eyes, opening our ears to hear and to see your goodness in this land of the living. Master, write your word on our hearts this morning that we will teach it to our children and our children's children, O King of Kings, that us, the few, Lord, will shine a light in this dark world. Master, that they will see the light that we walk in and people will come to your knowledge, O King of Kings. We will come to your fear that will bear fruit of your goodness in our lives, in our homes, in our workplaces, in our communities, in the people that we interact with, O King of Kings, that our light will be from you, O Lord. May our light be brighter, not the dark darkness, O King of Kings. Hold our hands this morning. Hold our feet, O oh Lord, that will carry good tidings as we go out. We've been challenged to speak your word, to live your word, so that our light may, be, may shine brighter. Lord, we lift unto you all the needs that we have, O oh Lord. This being school time, O oh King of Kings, 
the term is opening. Lord, people are desiring for school fees. Lord, may you supply according to your riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Supply, my God. Keep the children healthy. Keep families together. Lord, there are many winds that come to break families. We pray, my God, that you will be our source of light in families, O oh Lord. That you will draw us closer to yourself. That we will see your power and your glory in this land of the living. We honor you. We bless your name. We seal this word in the blood of Jesus. That the enemy will not snatch it from us. We thank you and bless the preacher. Bless every one of us, O oh Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.